0: what is best in life, to crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. Flying Monkeys Wargaming, where if Wargaming was easy, it'd be your mom, it's your host Bam here, and uh, it is December 9th, 2022, episode, I'm not even sure. But uh, we're back from Felice Exterminatus, we got the results of that. We pretty much talked about our games at Feliz. And before we get there, I want to stop and do some housekeeping, uh, do a little bit of the rankings updates, and talk about upcoming events. So without further ado, let's get into that. Currently in the Lord Marshall Conference, uh, number 10 is uh, Ethan Holt. Number nine is Joe Gazowski. Number eight is Howard Watts. Uh, dude, I could see Ward this last weekend at Feliz. Uh, is a good time always like seeing that dude um, hanging in there being strong with ultramarines uh very impressive uh seven nicholas Rupel. six david clark five don plumley four eli harvey three sam anderson two peyton priest and number one brent simon uh dan i think with two events is already at number 12 so uh, some of these will shake up. Some of these will change. Uh, I think Dilly's got like two events. I've got two events. Uh, a couple other the usual hitters for the the top ten are don't have their events in yet. So once they start getting some events, you'll probably see some shakeups in the top ten. Uh, but for those now, and especially Brett up there at the top, uh, good job, guys. Way to see if you can hold out there. See if you hang on because everybody in the top ten's got their four out of four, except for three folks. So and Ward's only got three scores. So. He gets fourth he might lock himself down there with the ultramarines so the big blue smurfs who think missionary position is spicy so let's go to the team rankings for the lord marshall uh in number 10 on the back of uh dan sammons is the outlanders number nine forge world columbia number eight observance of hermits number seven the rolling sixes the bane of my competitive existence uh great group of guys though uh number six ballers on a budget Number five, 40KC. Number four, Warhammer Anonymous. Number three, the Flying Monkeys. My team, keep at it, guys. Let's get up higher. Uh, number two, the Gateway Gamers. And number one, the Hogs of War. Uh, Hogs of War made a strong showing last year. And seeing them uh, do it again this year, that's the team that Ward's on. Uh, Peyton Priest, Sprint Simon, all them guys. So uh, good job, Hogs of War. See if you can hold it out to the end of the season. The upcoming events for the Lord Marshall Conference, uh, December 10th, uh, this weekend, uh, tomorrow, will be the Free State Gaming Club. Uh, Their uh, holiday 40K RTT up in Holton. And then uh, there's a 40K charity tournament up in Springfield. Uh, Jingle Bells, (laughs) Stardust Smells, uh, Edmund Unplugged. Uh, It's probably Drew Richardson and the Edmund Unplugged crew. And uh, on the 11th, which is a Sunday... In uh, White Bear Lake, Minnesota, is uh, the BGC RTT uh, number seven. And seventeenth uh, of December, right here in Wichita, Kansas, is the Seasons Beatings at uh, Wizard, uh, Wizards Asylum here in Wichita. Uh, go look at our Facebook page. Get logged in there. Uh, I am not running that; someone else is, but they're doing it at my store. Uh, the seventeenth of December, the TSE December Charity Forty K event in Springdale, Arkansas, and uh, number seventeen on the 17th as well for december is the uh outlanders december rtt in omaha nebraska all of those are on the lord marshall website you can go find them find a link to the events or look in bcp and uh lord so if you want to see what's going on with the lord marshall uh get registered as a to have an event uh, go get signed up there and uh without further ado i shall stop rambling and here is your episode flying monkeys war gaming podcast where if war gaming was easy to be your mom we are back um all the hiatuses all the all the thanksgiving food uh managed to the gt in the meantime uh, and the gang is all here tonight so uh starting off with the the sexiest thighs in warhammer 40k the uh the always a, a judge and never a player in the kc area sean fucking dilly what's happening sean
1: what's up guys how are you
0: pretty good pretty good
1: good um, what's his name? Tony Tony T Tony Thibault. Uh he uh he said, You're the most objectified player now. You're no longer the sexy side, no, the the most most objectified- objectified player.
0: <laughs> that's probably true it too. <laughs> it didn't take away your joy of it though. No, <laughs> not at all. I was like,
1: well you know, I kind of I kind of uh I kind of welcome it. I kind of you insist know, yeah. on it.
0: I was uh yeah, then them shorts were so tight I could see your ninja boot when he's getting that award. So. Ooh. <laughs> So, and down, uh, back, back from break. Uh, actually, I needed break, and uh, here tonight, one of my favorite dudes in the Warhammer forty K community, uh, Scott Fucking Sasha. What's up, Scott? Good on y'all. How y'all doing tonight? Pretty good, pretty good. And uh, those who don't know, uh, Scott, we we all lost a pretty good buddy. Scott was closer to him than most, so that's why he's been absent. But we're glad to have him back. Well, so. Yeah, Jesse, we'll see you on the other side of the warp, buddy. So, Dan, what's up, man? Oh, uh, just waiting for Jason Hart to get my LVF ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: Goddamn, dude,
0: started quick. <laughs> oh boy, the salt already has floweth. So Dan, off of uh, snagging another GT win out of the clutches of everybody else, fucking He's playing the new
2: Codex. It couldn't have yeah. been his
0: his doing should didn't even feel guilty for using armor of contempt.
1: He didn't even need it. He didn't even need it. 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 He just it was, rolled five laps all, all tournament. It was, it was, like, it
3: yeah, was, I didn't my, need my, that. My my Russ has barely ever got shot. So we even attacked.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he said their day two. He's like, Man, I've been pretty lucky this week and going first every game. I'm like, Yeah, I went first.
3: Uh, uh, <laughs> I went <was laughs> first the three games at, at the end. So
2: <laughs> that, that mattered,
1: right? I went
3: yeah. second every game this tournament. Ooh.
0: I'm glad you did. Uh, glad you did. The one game I really needed to go first. Uh I got my shit pushed in. Yeah, me so too. Was, me too. I had I basically one ruin to hide behind in my deployment zone, and he was playing emissaries. And like so all the bikes basically flew up the board, shot the shit out of all my bugs. And it was like, cool, well, let me play this 2,000 point game at a thousand points. And <laughs> he
1: did Ooh, nice. Yeah. It was <laughs> pretty bad. I
0: lost uh I lost an X-crin. Uh Tyrant Guard, you know, a unit of warriors, a you unit know, of hormigaunts uh Tunis Raveners. It was pretty fucking awesome. Sure? So, it's like but I had nowhere to hide. I deep struck the harpy, you know, for what that was worth, but it was it felt like two two CP of whatever. I should just left the harpy on the board to soak up shots. That might have been CP for to let die the next yeah. turn. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah it was a good tournament good event i guess we'll get to that later for those that know we went to uh Feliz exterminatus and uh i don't know if you guys talked to the jt teats or not but uh teats said that tournament raised over like four thousand dollars for charity yeah nice. so that's awesome yeah they straight up did like four some grand so um, i can't remember what the charity was do you remember sean
1: uh i don't top of my head something for kids i think not toys yeah. or tots but like something similar
0: yeah, it was some it was some kind of children's charity, but I was pretty pretty excited to hear they did 4K. You know, for being like a, a 50 man GT in the back hall of a, a fucking American Legion. You know, <laughs> so that's that's like, a, uh,
2: there's always a future for yeah. kids. It was the it was yeah. the uh, helping foster children in the Central Missouri elder, uh, area? That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, I guess uh, we can kind of get into the deal and uh, and get talking about it. I haven't seen much 40K news. It's this noteworthy. Have you guys seen anything silly out there? Mm, nope. Voltan
2: uh, with FAQ since the last time we talked.
0: Well, Oh, yeah. The, the Voltan where they they nerfed him. Tell them they could shoot themselves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I kind of
2: like it. You know? And
0: I'm you can only bring fan. one named character, right? You
1: can't bring the same name character. Yeah. Time, so to...
3: It doesn't even make sense because like, the book literally said... Like... They just contradict their own rules, they write. So, and yeah, they were
0: like, we didn't do enough to this army. Let's just say they can shoot themselves now.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got all mine built. My buddy James built all mine for me. And uh, so I was, I was pretty excited about getting those all built. And I was thinking about painting them, and I was like, "Man, I'm never gonna play these motherfuckers." are at least. Are you not?
2: January. Are you not gonna yeah. play them all, even for a couple of test games? Man, just to, I, just to I, see, just to see. What I might do. do the league
0: thing. We got a league coming up. I might play them for the league at the shop.
2: Here yeah, that
0: might be the way to go. Yeah. And uh and then you might be like, ah, "This ain't,
2: ain't so bad." <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, I mean, always, that seems to be their their placing at tournaments. Sad, not so bad. Yeah. 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 Not,
0: yeah.
1: Not good. Not so bad.
0: I played against them, and I guess I'll get into that when we get into our games. You know, I I just I wasn't impressed. You know, it, it just I think that army's pretty easy to counter. You know, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that Dan said, a lot of the stuff that others said, I think you know come true. Like, you know, if you just you fuck on their bikes pretty quick, and uh, take care of the land fortresses, you can kind of just hang out and win the game. I mean, that's really all you got to do. It's and, and anyone that says otherwise. I'd like to know what kind of meta they're playing in because it's a uh, uh, you just you either have to bring like all the bikes you know bring like three units of, of max bikes you know or you know or just like three land fortresses and and all the dudes or something but you can't you can't get out and control the objectives like the the one that we played was the oh it was the one in the center two in no man's land and then one in East deployment zone with the old Donald mm-hmm. War deployment whatever mission that was. Like, that dude got control. Yeah, he got control one for, like, three turns. And he finally managed to get a land fortress onto another objective, and I killed it. You know, so it was just basically, like, you know, they just foot-slogging dudes out to the center objective, and when they move five and you can't roll for shit advancing, you know, like, they don't do great. And uh, I just, I think people, when looking at those rules, got all been out of shape, and... Didn't really think how the army was going to play on the tabletop, but it's. Well, I think uh, if they had
2: another 500 points worth of shit, they would be real dominant.
0: Maybe. I build lists, and every time I build a list, it just doesn't feel like enough bodies to do the thing. You know, and, and bikes die to a, a stiff wind. You know, those bikes aren't durable. Yeah. You know, can, and, T5 or T6, doesn't matter. They die. They don't have an armor save. So that's, you know, but who that- am I? Who am I? Let's I guess we might as well get into the tournament. So, uh, what we ought to do? I guess we—you guys want to go game by game, or you want to go uh, everybody's experience one at a time? No, game by game. Game by game. All right. Round one. Back, what do I? you guys got? Who's got? Who's got who? Sky, you can just come in here and make fun of motherfuckers if you want. So, That's
2: <laughs> my plan.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: uh, uh, you have Calvin, right? No, that was my round two. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Round one I had a... I believe it was a warhog, uh, named Dom. Uh he's playing some Kraken Nids. The all the spore mines are like that. Turns out Word Bears are pretty good when you can make all your five up fill up pains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. No, he was he was uh he went first, so he did a little well, I can't he went first or so, right? I don't have to say that. Um he shot a bunch of gargoyles up trying to move block me in and i was doing some cheeky charges where you you know charge charge a unit that's an inch away but then go you know seven or eight inches you know the opposite direction and so my army kind of just spread out through free moving that way and after the game he was like man you were you were showing me how to do those pilots against the holidays well when you play always like this enough times you start to learn it so it was a fun game. Yeah, I won my one, yeah. Ninety ninety-four to uh, sixty something, I think.
0: Nice. Well, I start off my day against uh Oathway, I think it was. Uh a guy named David Lover. He was out of New York, and I guess now he's in Missouri. And uh seemed like a seemed like a good dude. Uh a couple times, you know, he I don't know. I liked his attitude. He was he was a, he was a little bit of a different cat, but he but he had a good attitude.
1: And, from uh, we, New York.
0: What's that? It was this guy's from New York? Is that for, is that why? He from New York? Me, yeah, yeah. But we we both made mistakes, and one time I made a big mistake, and I apologized profusely. And he was like, "Dude, we play the game with each other. We don't play against each other." And like I was like, "That's a chill way to look at it. I wish I could get better about doing that." And that kind of what was stuck with me from that game. And then the other thing, the theme of the weekend for me, for whatever reason. I don't know if Sean heard me call the judge like three different times over the weekends. But every time a judge got called to my table, it was over lookout, sir. Like <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure. I am not sure why the fuck at this point in ninth edition, I still have to call a judge to the table for goddamn lookout, sir. But but here the fuck we are. But we had a we had a pretty bloody game. Uh I killed a lot of his shit, he killed a lot of my shit and uh he had a really nice converted army like it was all uh the Eldar exodites oh okay it's army. So, it was a good yeah looking. so it was like his bikes were, were the dinosaurs and like his avatar was co- a conversion halfway between like one of the sylvaneth treemen from edge sigmar and the actual and the actual uh, avatar model and it looks super dope man but the whole army um looked really good you know he put a lot of time into converting it and putting it together and it, it showed it was just it was just a cool looking army and uh but it was a uh, it was a good time man and uh like I said he was he was a little little bit strange but uh, a lot of fun to play and uh I you know I hope I'll bump into him again or see him again he was pretty nice and uh it was I hope I made a new friend but uh, it was a tight game too I wound up winning that one 90, 91 to 87 so and then and? Dan's gonna Dan's gonna be like, yeah, I went first and blew him off the table. No, round
2: one, round, round
3: one, one, round, round one. I went second against okay. the Eldar guy Peyton playing Eldar. Uh, He's doing like Hail of Doom with like twenty swooping hawks as well. Um, Ooh, okay, okay. He went first, and I was I was pretty hidden, uh, and as he didn't do much. be turn one, uh, my turn one. He left a little opening for the deep striking, the redeploying casterkin, and. They redeployed and picked up eight of his nine jet bikes and a full swooping hawk squad.
1: Wait, it happens. It happens at your turn.
3: Yeah, it's like a oh, vote. It, it,
1: okay, Heck. so it doesn't, oh man, I didn't,
3: You I, put the I, buffs I, on him and then you pick him up and put him down and fuck in the air. <laughs> so, so that that was a pretty pretty hurt blow for him, losing like four hundred points. Uh, but honestly, it was the uh, uh, the Russes were really hard for him to deal with. He had no real anti tank in his army, and uh, right then on sixes. Yeah, the Ogrin Ogren bodyguard died twice and was rezzed up twice, so it was Ooh. still he was still stomping around the middle objective at the end of the game. And uh, I was doing doing annoying tricks about like resing him up back into range to get orders onto him to make him opsec to keep the, to steal the objective. So. That was the that was the only game the whole weekend. Ogden Bodyguard, you know, did did his job and was highly annoying for him to actually deal with. So, oh,
1: that's fun I, though. Yeah,
3: so I ended up winning that game. Um, I don't know, I think it was like ninety to sixty, probably something like that. But it was a good game.
2: Eighty nine, sixty seven.
3: Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> All
0: right, game two, Dilly Dilly.
1: Uh, game two, played Calvin Smith with his. Like 30 blood letters, Bellacor, Scarbrand, and a couple different bloodthirsters. The Rainbow um, Coalition. Or, yeah, Rainbow Coalition. <laughs> uh he moved forward. Uh got a little charge off of some of my occultists. Uh, after that, I came back, killed the bloodthirster, did some wounds to another bloodthirster. Second turn, he keeps coming. Uh repeat. I kill another bloodthirster. He keeps coming. And then uh turn three, I tailed him. Fuck. Uh could he have the, played that any at, differently. He, he could have he needed to uh play more passive and uh, you no know, not charge into the center of my army where my army just claps back really hard in combat. Um unless he's able to collide with everything in his army. Yeah, I mean he has to be everything at once or or you know, dictate the charges. But my massive execution, uh round three in the Bellicor, uh Hits three sixes, so it starts off with six border wounds and then explodes into another go, you know, three hits for the wanton or whatever. <laughs> he fails every single one, so it's like my master execution pops off with freaking, I think it was like 17 wounds or something like that. Just picks up on All right, cool, that's <laughs> Awesome. Dirty. Well, hey, round round two. two. Round two, what do
0: you got? Hang on, let me get a piece. This is where my day went downhill. Uh, so, actually, it wasn't bad. It was a good game. I played Sam Anderson, and uh, Sam was playing Creations of Bile. And I just, I don't know, man. I had a, I had a game plan, and uh, I, I felt like I was executing my game plan the best I could. But I couldn't get anything to do what I wanted it to do. Um, I felt onslaught five times in this game. Ugh.
1: That's so, really,
0: really <laughs> important spell. I on onslaught on the even having the uh plus one to cast thing with the plus one to cast on the data seat, dude. So I guess plus two it still fell onslaught and then re rolled oh. it to another failure.
1: That was oh super my awesome.
0: God. Yep, so uh played it out though. I mean it was hard fought. We both went back and forth and there were some swings and I wound up getting my ass beat ninety four to eighty seven. So he, uh, he earned it and went on, and, and that was it. And, uh, creations of Bile are good, man. They, they uh, are good. I, I think that's the, one of the premier uh, Chaos Legions. If you're looking to build, that's where I'd go. Nice. Uh, my Do you feel like, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Nope, you're on. More Do you feel it. like the,
2: the Creations of Bile was uh, kind of like. Uh, did he make any huge mistakes where the Creations of Bile bailed him out in the game?
0: I don't think so. I mean, it. it you know, I had to... Raveners aren't durable enough to to go into Possessed. You know, it's... Yeah. You're going to maybe get one or two Possessed, but you're not going to get the unit. You know, so you got to think about that. You know, is it worth picking off a couple models in this unit dying or is it worth ignoring them? And, uh, you know, I basically... Oh, I, my, my plan wasn't to go into his deployment zone. I tried to pick... I've tried to pick secondaries where I can kind of stay and just mess around with the middle objective and stay on my half of the board and throw mortals in the middle. And, uh, it worked for a couple turns, but by the time like he got his terminator blob out there and he got a bad out there and he got warped towns out there, it was like, there was just so much that like, I, you know, you only do so many mortal wounds with those Tyranids, you know, yeah. before, and, uh, but I did, I got most of the, I got all the Terminators killed, got two units of Warped Talon, the unit of possessed out of the center of the board. And then, uh, basically flew some Spore Mines into Ding Dong and, and got his big ass off the board. And, but by then it was just too late. You know, I just, <laughs> yeah. I just didn't have enough juice left, to to do anything significant and come into the, the game. I was rocking like a unit of Zoanthropes and Neurothropes and, um, some Hormegants and a couple of units of Warriors and just didn't have much left. So it was, yeah. But, you know, I don't know. No, I'm starting to be of the school of thought that, like, any game I have that, like, the difference of points is under 10. You know, we both played the shit out of that game. So, it's just – that's just kind of where I – I felt like, you know, we both played and, and he earned it. You know, and I wish it could have gotten Onslaught off. That might have made a different story a couple times. But, <laughs> just once. You know, maybe just once. Just once would have been cool, you know. But uh, and, my, and, by the way, on that game, too, my count on getting Onslaught during the day is zero. So <laughs> I got to go <laughs> I i got Raveners into the backfield of that Eldar player thinking I was gonna go chase down some Dire Avengers because I had no Overwatch. I did no Overwatch yeah. uh, Splinter Fleet and uh got them at where they were like a four-inch charge away from the Dire Avengers and like there was a uh, Eldrad hanging out back there, so I thought like man I'm gonna go give me some shit and and then uh felled Onslaught. And it was like cool, I'm just gonna spend the CP for Onslaught and felt it again. So like, it's game two of like not getting onslaught, and it's like okay, I'm good, I'm good now. Let's see what happens. So, <laughs> was, so now I'm one and one, and I'm I'm thinking my life's my life's choices, and uh, and you know, of course, you look over and there's Dan Sammons with a big fucking smile on his face. So, you know, <laughs> right, what you got round
2: two,
3: Dan? Uh, a big fat work list with it was like all beast snaggers I think uh, like squig boss, you know, he had like triple, uh, knob on, squ- on the squigs. He had like three years of squig hogs. He had like 50 beast snagger boys, two kill rigs, just Ooh. a lot of stuff. So his, uh, his, de- like we deployed in his entire army, like filled up his entire deployment zone. So I took the, uh, the death strike one, the plasma one. So the D six plus three AOE, um, he went first, but I deployed ex- I, I was deployed as far back as I could. Um, so he went first and didn't really do anything except move forward. Uh, then my turn one, uh, I... Uh, let me think about everything. I killed two kill rigs. I killed a unit of grots, I killed a 20-man beast snaga. I killed two of his knobs on squigs. I think I killed like one and a half squig, uh, squig- uh, calves uh units and i might have killed something else besides that too but i killed a lot and then i dropped a nuke uh the plasma nuke kind of right in the middle of his army but like it was positioned in such a way like he was gonna have a hard time getting rid of it or get excuse me getting away from it because it's a six plus d3 uh radius from the point and so he uh <laughs> his turn he kind of moved forward but i'd kind of body blocked him uh with like caster cannon with sentinels so his his turn didn't really get much accomplished uh this was the one time like he had us uh his last knob charged to leman rust and it would have taken two damage without armor contempt um but otherwise he didn't he basically didn't kill that much and then the nuke went off um and we killed did 27 wounds to his army oh yes dude and, and that was, and then we didn't even finish anything else in, in that turn because he just called it because there's too much. He kind of, it was a cool army, <laughs> but he just had, he wanted me to go first to have to come towards him so he could kind of wog me. But with him going yeah. first and having to move up, like basically into my range. And then the other problem he had is because his army was, his army was just so fat and, you know, nothing flies. So it was kind of, it was kind of traffic jamming itself. So yeah, yeah, yeah. correct. But, no, I think I, I don't remember the score on that one. It was like 169, to 69, I think.
2: You gotta have them Storm Boys, man, at least.
3: Yeah, he didn't he literally was all beastnaggers. The only non-beast nagging thing he had was like grots and tank busters in a truck. So But yep, it was a uh, like I had one Lehman Rush shoot the gatekeeper one, the relic one, shot and just with the big gun did 50, first, you know, fifteen wounds to a kill rig. And then the other <laughs> one Another single <laughs> a single lemon rush shoot. It's plasma and do and do twelve wounds to a kill rig. The kill rigs died like bitches. So oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, but it was a, oh. it was a pretty pretty brutal game. So and I, my uh, my lord Solar is is Yark on a horse. So he yeah, was just getting, he was just getting his vengeance. So. <laughs> So, and then uh, so that was my game two. My game three, I can just sum up. You know, I came, yeah, I saw, can. I caught. <laughs> yeah.
1: You rolled five ups. I did not.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you, want, who, you want you want to talk about a game? You want me to talk about it?
1: I mean, that's pretty much it, right? You go. You went first, and uh, Lee floored me. And, uh, yeah. I he, bent over and took off the ass.
3: Yeah, me and Dilly played on round three, but his army was so fat, like. It's impossible to hide. And then, this is the one. This is the first game I went first in. And I have a, I I did a, like a last minute change to my list and put one of the casterkins as a pregame move. And so I went first. I redeployed the casterkin, uh, kind of on an extreme flank, and then pregame moved him forward, and then I put all the buffs on him and then moved him forward so they could get an angle on turn one. So like I think the casterkin and a single sentinel moved up, and shot your like seven terminators dead. Before they got uh, their buffs up, it was a Terminator. No. It
1: was it was the tanks doing most of the work. Like, but it felt was... like,
3: well, the, the, on that on later, the, well, the the, the tanks so that was just one cascarin and a, and one plasma dude. Yeah, so seven. Yeah, but how but many then,
1: how many shots did your tank get again?
3: It was a good. Oh amount. my yeah. god, yeah. dude! Oh, All his tanks average.
1: His tanks average like real eight good. shots. Uh, yeah. Maximum was nine. Keep in mind. So, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> well, then and then a, a, a awesome. plasma squad died turn one. Or not a possessed squad died turn one. Yeah, as well. So I, was... I at
1: least showed Dan that a uh, curse cultists are, are are the real deal.
3: Yeah, it, it's curse a, cultists are good. His, his curse cultists took more effort to kill than like the possessed squads are taking. Yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> so, yes. Like they're w- ridiculous in that form.
3: I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. hate him after seeing them. Like I think that would have been a very different game if Dilly goes first. If he just oh, goes first and runs at me, uh, I was. I would have. I need I need something to put in his way. because um, like if if somebody just bum rushes me, like even Dilly's army or like Blood Angels or something, I could see my, my list having major issues because I dr- I took the horses I had in there out. Uh, so without any kind of melee counterpunch, like there's just too much stuff coming at me. Like I can't kill it all fast enough. So I knew I need something in the list to to like put up on a flank to like slow the person down for a turn while I try to yeah. do the other flank. So but yeah, that would have been, 100% would have been a very, it, I i almost brought my knights just because, you know, I, I was being lazy and like my knights wouldn't have beat that like 100%. There's way too many wounds in that in that army for, there's like way too many wounds for a lot of armies to actually chew through, I think, especially with the resurrecting Kerkers Cur- cultists and it's like 30 wounds a freaking unit on those guys. Yeah, just so. about 28 wounds, yeah. Yeah, they're pretty nuts. The only thing I don't like about them is they give up your list, gives up thin the rank like harder oh, than Necron instantly.
1: Armies. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. gives up like 20 points yeah. of that before bonus points. Yeah, yeah,
3: like the Necron Scarab army, like looks at yours and is like,
2: damn, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. I just gotta say, fuck it, dude.
3: Yep,
0: bam, round three. Who'd you have? I'm just, I'm just here and Dan, like, I got I'm the luckiest bastard in the world. That's, that's all here. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so round three, I had Joe, Joe Grudowski. And uh man I just like you said that deployment for whatever reason and they, they had it was it was judge place terrain. Yeah, you know, I don't know if we talked about that or discussed it earlier, and like there were intentional I think firing lanes designed into the into the train. And I'm okay with that to a certain extent, but like on the deployment that we had, like I had nowhere to put my shit. Like it was hey, just me too. Well, obviously, and uh, you had
3: too much shit was the problem.
1: (laughs) I mean, even even okay, you could have drawn line of sight to any my one any one of my units, no matter where I was on the table. Like,
3: uh, the only thing I think you deployed one unit. I think your other possessed unit could have been more to closer to the other possessed terminators. I think that's but yeah, but you just had there was just too much shit. Your your list has a lot of stuff. Combined with the fact that you need to run at me means you need to deploy on the line, which didn't work out. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Bam.
0: No, you're fine. So I had the same problem Sean had. (laughs) Basically, I just stuff everything that I could behind, like, one ruin. And not everything (laughs) can fit behind that one ruin. So, like, I was trying to, like, okay, well, if I get over here and maybe this angle here, at least that unit won't shoot at me and that unit won't shoot at me and... And uh then he was like, Yeah, I'm emissary, so like here's my pregame move, you know, and then here's my my other move. He got to go first, of course. And uh so I had I these bikes up my butthole turn one and you know, tier aren't known for their armor saves. So it was a lot of a lot of picking up shit that died and uh played, you know, and Joe and I have played a lot of times before and we we get along so like it wasn't I don't know it wasn't I don't want to say it was a feel bad but I just like I was like man I'm over it like okay you got this one I felt like it's one point in time just being like fuck it you got it and, but, and I was like <laughs> I was like no I was like I'm gonna play this out for the points and and honestly I came back and I killed his army all the way down to like two three-man units of uh the custodian guard like the shield bros mm-hmm. yeah and uh, I killed everything but like six models of his and still had a lot of shit on the board and I just didn't have enough I couldn't score enough in quick enough time. Like we just ran out of game and uh, so I wound up losing like eighty eight to seventy. But by the time I got some mojo going, I just I wasn't good. And that was another game where I fell lot, which was
3: awesome. So you had to you had to you had to bait him into your hive tire and have your hive tire and live.
0: Yeah. That's what I did. I, so. My Hive Tyrant lived <laughs> uh, My Hive Tyrant lived Well, 5-ups,
2: right? Or 4-ups?
0: Yeah, well, Hive Tyrant lived the whole game until, I think, turn, uh, turn 5, because he had one captain who was walking around, punching shit in the dick and I finally said, well the guy's probably gonna fight on death, but fuck it, I'm gonna go put the Hive Tyrant at him now, because there was nothing else for the Hive Tyrant to kill, and so the Hive Tyrant went and killed him, and sure shit you know, he punched him in the dick when he died, so they both died, but
2: so how does that work if because if if he overrun unless you didn't have enough cp to overrun if you were to overrun and he fights on death what triggers first right
0: because if it's your turn you get to decide first off first off you're under the illusion that i had cp at any point during this game (laughs) (laughs) but no that's a good question like because but i'd have to read how the fight on death goes to see because that's a good question because if you yeah. could,
3: if if you could overrun, pretty sure fighting on death goes first. Yeah, does yeah, because yeah, you can't overrun if the model's still there. Oh sure,
0: it's not.
2: Well, it doesn't say this. Does, you it don't does remove the model as
0: until as they as until it fights. Yeah, if it that. says the model's not removed from play, then technically there's something there, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So I lost that eight 70. and uh, like I said, I got alpha struck like a motherfucker, and I guess looking back, like I. You know, I played my ass off trying to dig myself out of the hole, but it just it just wasn't enough. And then uh, Dan came over, and I was wearing the face. And I think I was just done, man. I was, like, I was like, this is my worst GT Audi in, like, fucking a decade, man. I was wanting to. So I was like, I was like, we'll see what happens tomorrow. If I come back, if I go home on my shield or, or, or carrying it, we'll figure it out. So, yeah. Um, but game, uh, but the the thing I do want to mention about this was, like you know, GT's kind of have a vibe, or they kind of have an energy. You know, like the the everybody there was like it was a, such a good vibe, man. Like everybody at the GT for the most part was chill people. It was like a mixture of Missouri and you know, all the cousin fuckers, and then like nice all people. the yeah, all the our, all the Arkansas folk, and uh, yeah, like cousin fuckers, right. Yeah, the other the other cousin fuckers. <laughs> and, so, and you got cousin fuckers. Just, and you got sister fuckers. Yeah, and then a couple couple Omaha folks <laughs> and with some, with some Kansas peeps. But All right, well, it, it, it was a uh, yeah, but it was it, it, well, the Rolling Sixes came down too. But like just the vibe and like everybody at this GT, it was for the most part it was so chill and like it was there was a, an absolute like lack of real peckerheads. You know, like the old peckerheads we used to have around. And uh, so it was just nice to go to GT where like everybody was super chill, everybody was friends, everybody was getting along, and like the, the TO was cool, the judging was cool, and like the best part about it for me was the American Legion right next door to the banquet hall. I could go over and like have a whiskey and 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 lick my wounds and smoke a cigar between rounds. It cost you know, like three bucks. Yeah. It's <laughs> like three dollars. I was like, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, I could take ten. I'll take yeah. ten. I was like, I was like, man, I need to look into uh I've never thought about joining the American Legion, but I might be doing that here in Wichita to see if we can have a GT at some point in time. So but it so was uh, that,
2: that's one that's one thing I did want to ask. What did you guys think of the venue? What did you think of the the event overall? you know what
1: was your the Venue was just
0: fine. Yeah. 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 It was. And knew there were Maybe. chairs i don't yeah, know why maybe but a little
1: nuts to butt, but not yeah, super yeah. nuts but not
0: bad i have been to worse i've put on exactly worse. So, <laughs> so but it was nah, it was it was dope man gt did a good job of, of hustling everybody when they needed to uh-huh. and, and like at one point in time uh it seemed like everybody wrapped up around super early and went to lunch or started to go to lunch and like he was like hey since we all got done super early we're gonna start earlier and you know how that's usually a clusterfuck. But, like, he managed to get everybody the word, you know, that was in there. Like, hey, like, we, we got done early, so we're going to rent this early so we can get done earlier in the day. And, you know, you can tell JT was a first sergeant, man. He got, you know, getting everybody where they're supposed to be and getting everybody's attention, getting, getting them told what they're supposed to be told. And and uh, I fucking like Teats a lot, man. He ran, he ran a good show. Mm-hmm. So he, he ran a real good show. Getting and, shit done. Uh, yep. Yeah. And uh, the judging yeah. staff. Josh Thomas, you know, he knows the game pretty well. And uh, it was funny after him getting this third call for a judge for me and realizing it was for lookout, sir, again, you know, <laughs> he was like, <laughs> <laughs> like. Whatever he says is right. The one, the one, the last one was funny where he came over and he's like, uh, he's like, I don't know, man, I'm kind of, kind of, hey, Mr. GW judge, hey, Mr. LVO judge, what do you think about this one? And, like, tried to give his opponent the hint that, like, I'm not fucking with him, you know, and I was like, yeah. But no, I dug it. I don't know. I don't know what Dan's take
3: was, but Dan seemed to be having a good time too. Yeah, I had no issues with it. I think it was really, really cleanly run on time. No, yep. Like, for a first time GT, I mean, not going to get much better than that.
0: Yeah. Everybody I went with from Kansas said they'd probably go back next year.
3: Yeah, yeah. I go. That's just sign of a good show. My only complaint about the whole thing was the GPS taking us the faster route. Which was not the faster route.
2: Can't trust technology, bro. Dude, there's no, we were easy. driving,
3: a, a highway was closed. It was a, we, literally an hour faster driving home than it was getting down there because we had a, a highway was closed. And we had a backtrack, and then oh. we were driving on we we're driving on all the country roads for like three hours straight of of just windy car driving. in your GPS sometimes in the
2: changed. middle of the road.
1: Just swear. Yeah. Well, right. driving back
3: it kept trying to make us go the faster route. It was like it was like five minutes faster. And I was like, no, we're going to go the straight route. <laughs> God damn it. So I literally had to change. I literally yeah. had to like update my GPS like five freaking times driving. You're like, so no, no like, decline. Yeah. Decline. Like, take us
0: this way. Stop changing it. <laughs> uh, dude, it straight up took us through like some hills have eyes areas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll like, tell you, there are some places like that. Yeah, is good. I was like, I was like, does that the hint of banjos in the background? We good? <laughs> it's, uh, Where's my gun? No. Just letting you know, if you hear the banjos, it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> you, you hear them overalls getting undone.
2: <laughs> so Saturday night, what did you guys do? Did you guys do anything?
3: Uh, we went to B Dubs with uh, the Iowa guys and some of the other teats and those guys were there too, and then. Then Cam was in bed at like nine o'clock, but Hangover was on TV, so I stayed up and watched that. So, yeah, relaxing,
1: fucking
0: night. man, I can't remember what we did. We did something. Jesus, we uh,
1: we got some really good Mexican food. Actually, I was impressed. Uh, yeah, something yeah. Aztec, something Azteca, something like that. It was, <laughs> it was, pretty good. I was like, okay, this is some of the better Mexican food I've had. So. Uh, impressed by that, and then we watched some uh bird box, and then I passed out because I was up until like three o'clock the morning paintings again. Oh, nice! It's not a GT without painting, bro. Exactly, it's not my GT without painting,
0: <laughs> <All> right? <laughs> well, yeah, it was for it was interesting. There's so much that popped up there. Just a little, little fact the last time I was in that area was uh, was in 1993 because that's where I went to basic training, I went to Fort Learnwood. And uh so it was interesting to see how much shit had popped up and, and been built, you know, in that that amount of time around there. So it was pretty goddamn desolate in the nineties. But I guess also we also talked about
1: how the uh, the venom call is really like sexy model. <laughs> Tony was Tony had the hots for the Venom call. He's like, This thing is thick, look at this dirty tongue, ass up in the air. Yeah, he was fan. he was ready.
0: Provocateur. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing Tony Tony was a good time. too. Tony's always a good time. Yeah. I love seeing him around. But. All right. Round four. Round four. Scott. You didn't play me, motherfucker. I wasn't there. Or not Scott.
1: Sean. Uh, Round four. I played uh, Sam Anderson. Creation of Bile stuff. First. First experience of Creation of Bile. Turns out they're, they're pretty. Pretty good. Pretty easy. Uh, when you just play the game and score 15 points, it feels good. That's their secondary, right? It's just, yeah, yeah, kill stuff. Here, here you go, here's yeah. points. Um, play the game, score points. Yeah. Um, but I was able to get some, uh, noise Marine Blastmaster shots off onto some possessed. So I was knocking them down to like two and three man units so they didn't fight back as hard, uh, which is very beneficial for me. And then, uh, I also was able to get my hate field demagogue going on my Terminator. So they're exploding sixes a lot earlier on than his Terminators were. So with the Terminator slap fight in the middle, mine was just uh, doing a little bit better because I had the exploding sixes. And that's probably one of the major things that won me that game was my Terminators blasting through his. That's and good. then uh, Master of Execution came and slapped it all around. <laughs> But I won that game, I think 87, 84. Nice, close. It's a good one though. It's fun. Bam.
0: Well, I played Gabriel Bowling. And this was, oh, Are this you was pretty down. Da- Are you
2: feeling pretty down out going into this game?
0: Man, I was like, I was like, if I don't win, I'm gonna go commit seppuku in the parking lot, man. Like I was like, <laughs> I was like I'm fucking done. And uh yeah, I went uh, I went and did that and uh I don't know man. Lisa Votan, like the dude had I think what's about the best list that he's gonna have for Votan. You know, there's two land fortresses, a berserker, uh, you know, three units of bikes, the call, the the Grimnir, and then like the the foot dudes. But they just don't, they just don't go out and score points. You know, it's like it's hard to get. You know, I get like stacking the the grudge tokens on stuff and and trying to get it built up and then having like a big turn three, four, and five. But you know, they're not really. They seem durable, but like some of the units aren't durable enough to hang out in the game. Like those bikes, you can kill bikes pretty easy. Yeah, you know, if you if you need to kill bikes, you can kill bikes. And you know, we we had a fun game, and uh, the dude was a cool dude. Um, but it was uh, a dude in Railguns. Jesus Christ. Um, I had a Railgun, like, one shot my ex-cran. You know, a, a, a Railgun fucking pretty much fucked the harpy in the ass. You know, it was like, it was like, cool, let me just pick this shit up off the board. You know, and, like, the dude turning the something into a six is pretty dope. You know, you, you got it when you need it. And, yeah. Like, I like some of the stuff in there, but it just, I, I never... I never in the course of that game felt like I was going to lose that game. You know, I, I never had any, any thoughts or ideas that like I was going to lose that game just because I, I was not, I was not intimidated by the list or intimidated by the units or what those units can do. Cause it just, I just, they just don't play the mission well right now, you know, for what they get. They need more units and need more bodies. And until they get that, they're going to be exactly where they're at right now. So, and when people were talking about these winning GTs, I'm like, I wonder what kind of GT that was because, you know, I'm I'm not scared of that list, but. So, yeah, I got
3: that one. I wanted uh, 82 to 60. So, yeah. Uh, My game four, I played against uh, Leviathan Tyranids. It's kind of a weird Tyranid list. He had, like, a big warrior blob, a uh, 30-man gaunt squad, the turvagon, Hive Tyrant, Uh, but he had his... A mal scepter in there as well which yeah pretty pricey um <clears throat> anyway uh this was tied to conviction to so Donna War deployment for some reason like his warriors were hidden and his tyrant guard were hidden but, like his 30-man gaunt squad was literally just wide in the open um so i i went first uh and then the did the, the whole uh tactical thing of redeploying my pregame move you know on the line so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah so yeah I think I redeployed those guys on the line and then maybe maybe move some tanks up or something like that uh, but anyway like I went went first uh, the Casterkin shot like because there I had the banner to ignore hit modifiers and feel no pains all that, all that fun stuff so I fully wait it, the... it
1: ignores hit modifiers too
3: yeah alright so
1: what all does the banner do this broken banner <laughs>
3: It's uh, fewer than six inches of it, core units, so basically it's just your infantry. Uh re-roll uh they ignore hit modifiers, ignore and it basically ignores face caps and field of pains. So
1: that's still so pretty good. Yeah, yeah or an aura especially.
3: Because he was he had venom giving stuff nice when to hit, and I was I did the order for first rank fire, so I was heavy weapons, but I was still hitting them on threes then.
1: And it comes so. from the unit, right? Not the flag.
3: It comes, yeah. It comes from the unit, which is all those buffs. So on a five metal unit, it's pretty nice. Yeah. So, but uh, but yeah, it's I disgusting. I, oh, it was. It was. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's definitely <laughs> like select
1: one unit. A it's like one that.
3: of those relics. It's kind of like Reaper of Blight. Actually, like, it's kind of like it's it's insane that it's you know one CP for that when you compare it to some other stuff. So, yeah. but yeah, I picked up his uh, I those so the Cashkin went and picked up like twenty. I don't know, twenty-one or something of the Gaunt Squad, and they were five up in involved. Uh, and that it, it took a it took a fair bit more shooting to actually kill the squad, but I did kill the squad to the ban. Um, and then I fucked up his mouse over down to a couple wounds, basically. Um, but it was one of those. I moved uh, my Sentinels up to like on the objectives and to get in his way. So his his turn, uh, one I moved up some tanks too. Uh, his turn, he brought out a. His nine-man warrior squad, squad and dropped every buff imaginable on them, uh, yeah. like the feeling of pain, all that other stuff. So he shot, char- he shot and charged in and, and killed the rest pretty easily. Um, but so he killed, he killed the rest, killed the you know, squad, squad of castercan, and maybe killed a sentinel or something like that, maybe, and an infantry squad, I think, too. Uh, but like, this is where the the clapback, you know, uh, you know, this is. I, I think I shot my. Um, my, like, my rust died, split the CP in, like, I shot it, and, you know, did a couple more wounds to some of his stuff. But the, uh, this is where the feeling of pain, the ignore feeling of pain was brutal. So I just, on my turn two, uh, I dumped a bunch of my, another unit of Casterkin out, and some infantry squads out, and command squads, and basically those squads by themselves just blew apart the warriors, because he had a five of field, or five of Benville, but I ignored his feeling of pain. So the warriors, yeah. the warriors just kind of melted. evaporated, And, yeah. and the tanks, Uh, like the takes were so, most of them were so far back, the rest of them, that he didn't have any hope interacting with them. So I got a whole nother turn of just blowing the fuck out of things, killing zone through killing, you know, killed, killed the mouse killed all the warriors. Uh, I started thinking, I started killing his tyrant guard, but it was, I, I, he had, uh, the, the spore mines, the biovores, and I had a sentinel that just moved up, turn one, 12 inches, moved up again, uh, another 12, uh, uh and charge baby. It, well then I did the strat to six inch move and then charge. So I was I had a sentinel engaging his biovores that were on the, the corner of the board. So we pretty much called it after turn two. But that was like I mean he could have I don't know why he didn't, but he could he could have deployed his gaunt squad in the uh in the building and they would have been not able to be shot. They wouldn't have been centrally located, but it's better than dying, I guess. So yeah, he should have kept the gauntlet alive yeah but anyway that's that's kind of that game went that's that's like another one he didn't if he was cracking it would been a lot more scary if he went first because he really unless he rolled some insane advances and charges he wasn't going to get to me turn one but that would have been another matchup where like i could have seen wanting you know especially if i went second i would have wanted like some transports or some bulgrin or something to go put in his way just to slow slow down the tide of dudes but yeah, that was, that was game four.
2: Nice. 4-0? Four oh.
3: Yep, 4-0. And oh, and there's, what I think, me, a uh, Chaos night player, and Brent Simon, the demon player, were the undefeated as won in the final round. How many games you go first? Well, I went first two, uh, two of the four so far. i about to go first to the fifth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, how's your game
1: five? Uh, my game final was against... Peyton Pierce, who was the Halo Doom player I think Dan played round yep. one or round two. Um, he went first turn, he was able to pick up he pinage went all in on my terminators and picked up uh, I think eight of them. Oh like, he, he sent everything into them. Eight of them. I think he almost knocked down a unit of uh, of a cursed cultist, but when they server generating and stuff, that whole thing. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. But so he did that. He came really far forward to do it. If he would have stayed around this 18 inch mark and shot me, it would have been a lot harder a game, but because he shot so far forward up, it was a lot like that first game where I was able to get my, my charges and pre-movement and stuff like that off of it. But through the course of the game, just the reviving and him losing stuff, I was able to weather that storm. Um, and I ended the game with uh, three Terminators and two Terminators, uh, duking it out with Karandis and baharath and everything like that. they are just sitting on his uh, hidden path objective and doing damage, taking damage. And that's what they were doing. So it's pretty good. I also had this fun little play of some possessed up inside a uh, a magic box. Charges you to know, of seven bikes. They couldn't overwatch because I was in the magic box. I killed them. I was able to stay in the Magic Box, and after that, uh, I was in a dominant position because man, those two or three possessed they pick up, they pick up uh, uh, Eldar pretty easily when you are rolling hits and exploding hits and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. But yeah, I ended up winning that game as well. So that was that was a fun game, post game, but it's a good game. Four and one. 4-1. Uh, only loss was that tournament winner dancing. That fucking fucker. Yeah. If only I went first. <laughs> one game. If only I went first, one game.
0: Man, fuck Dan. Ah, right. so, <laughs> uh, I played uh, Ethan Holt, and uh, Ethan, and I joke, like the last three GTs we've been at together, we wound up playing at some point in time. And uh so it's he's a good dude, man. Really really cool dude. Uh he's playing with Blood Angels list. I liked his list. Uh it was a pretty good list. But uh I think uh I don't know. My list I think played pretty well in his. And it just I just he just couldn't I kind of got to where I was stepping on his throat with a few units at yeah. a time. And he just couldn't catch back up. And every time he was trading, I was making him you know he was having trade for stuff way below what he should have been trading for, and it just it just wound up getting away from him. But we had a good time, and that's the thing that was kind of cool about it. It's like every time him and, I, him and I play, we just have a lot of fun. And he's just I don't know he's he, I would play that gay guy every tournament if I could because he just he's he's just a chill, cool guy to play against. And
2: nice, that's know, a good last man. round.
0: Yeah, last round, so it was, it was a good way to cap off the game, the day, and. I wound up winning a eighty nine to sixty, and uh, so I wound up three and two. So I got to go home at least, you know, with a little bit of a little bit of pride. Not not a losing record. So right, right. Uh, I was I was thinking I was going to do a lot better at this tournament than I did, and you know, thinking about it, you know, I, I joke about Dan, but I do think one thing Dan does is Dan uh, takes into account and consideration of the terrain when he's list building or he's, you know, dojo in for an event and I could probably get better than that. I kind of just build a list. I think is pretty good against all comers and go get practice games. And I, I don't think I account for the variation in terrain
3: as much as I should. And remember um, that, that, that picture I sent in the group chat with like the measurements on the terrain example. Yep, That was uh so yeah, there's, I, I took the, ter- the example train board and use the computer program to like kind of figure out. I basically was using that to figure out if uh, if the pregame move combo was worth it to see if I could get good angles on things. <laughs> so that's that's literally what those measurements were for. So that that's what that's what made me decide to switch it and take that. Okay. So, or
0: like, you could be like me and just yellow it. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yellow one got me a three and two. So, <laughs> so And like I said, I think I had a good list. I think on, I think on a lot of other events, um, I'm probably a four and one or potentially a five and O with that. Cause I've played enough games to know that like I can win games with that pretty strong against most of the meta. Um, just, just this terrain and the train setup. you know, there was some things I didn't take into account in, in my prep for the tournament, you know, and I was so, so dedicated to not play space wolves that you know that was kind of the other army i had close to ready that i could have gotten on the table and and have everything painted and good to go and you know it's it's a lesson learned so it's you know i, I don't know it's it's the you, you you lose or you learn i'd rather learn and you know and i do you know it's I, congratulations dan i give you a bunch of shit but man it's uh you show excellence again and uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> And uh, you know it's, you're obviously doing a lot of stuff right, and uh, I wish I could pick up on some of that sometimes because I think I'd do a lot
3: better. So yeah, just I get the. Um, I'm just I think I'm, my specialty is kind of digesting a list or a book really fast and coming up with something. So, and I always yeah. like you said the train, like I, I I very much so think about the train a lot for before any event, like. That was literally why the Death Strike was in my list because I was like, "This that train is fairly good for a lot of armies, too. So, but yeah. anyway, my, tra- go, ahead. go
0: ahead. I was going to say, speaking of train, when we get some previews for uh, New Year's Knockout, Sean?
1: Yeah, uh, I have a week. Okay. can have them. <laughs> I mean, if you ask, <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Dan. Uh no. Uh so I'll just do my game real quick. So game five, okay. put against So
2: re- re- before yeah. going into round round five, there's there's three undefeated players, obviously. Who do you want out of the undefeated players? I, You've I always got the, the cast knights or the, the cast demons. What do you want?
3: I, I strictly wanted to play Brent Simon just to just to give him a loss because he's like going on some crazy tournament spree right now. So I mean I'm just true? saying,
1: I'm just saying once uh, January hits those slayers go by, but I think uh
3: He's going to see jump, him topple gonna, a little bit. He's going to jump ship, I bet. So he's, yeah. he's to so. But no, I mean, from, uh, and I, I, th- I did want to play that match just because I wanted to make him lose. So, and he, he I don't think he respected, I don't think he had the, the right fear in him because uh, he played against McCord's um, list that had some of the new guard in it, but didn't have enough of the new guard in it. So. And that
1: looked like a, a decent game between the two of
3: them. Like, there's not a lot left between the two. No, they were they were killing each other pretty good, so,, uh, but no, I, was, I, I didn't get to play him. I gotta play Chris Campbell and his cast knights. Um, he had one he had two two big knights and seven baby knights, and he had the one big knight that has that huge like three shot gun that's like six plus d six damage or something crazy. Yeah. so I was my butt was puckered about that thing, but I, I no joke. I literally deployed every tank on the back corner of my board. Because I was, like, at least trying to, just trying to minimize. So this is one of those things, like, everyone loves House Herpetrax to get the extra wounds on their knights. But, like, it makes their guns... I mean, their guns are just not as reliable as House vectrix with the rerolls inbuilt. And, like, I don't know, that's... The extra wounds is, is nice, but I'd do rather be able to kill shit effectively. So, like, throughout that game, you just had a lot of, you know, oh, shoot, I melt the gun and get, like, oh, one hit and roll the two to wound. You know, so it was kind of a lot of stuff like that. But but anyway, I went first. Uh, I redeployed, pregame moved. And uh, after after all my shots were done turn one, his uh, whatever the big knight with the big gun is, was dead. And a baby knight was dead, and another one was wounded. Um, and then I think on my turn two, I think on my turn two, I picked up like, I want to say like f- three or four more baby knights. So it was a pretty, oh. pretty oh, fuck. cool... Yeah, like I think after turn three, he basically had uh, one baby knight left. So, oh fuck, that's rough. Yeah, it was it was pretty rough. So, but yeah, that was another one. Like, even if he gone first, I think you know best case for him if he goes first, he kills two tanks, um, which definitely makes it a lot harder. But realistically, maybe you should kill one tank for sure. Um, yeah, but it was so that was one I don't think I needed to go first in, but it definitely it definitely made it much easier, but uh, he's, he's a great opponent. I, I played him at midmo as well, so uh, I, think that, I think he said that was his, maybe one of his first final tables, or top tables, so, but no, it was a, it was a good game, but just a, one of those, I think new guard have, have the Knights number fairly well, so, with all their little, with all their bullshit, and that was, I'll say too, like the casterkin, the split, split shooting casterkin to dump the mortal wounds, I, ha- I didn't really do it most of the tournament until this event, or excuse me, until this game. And this game, I was doing a lot. Like one Castorion squad is going to split fire between two knights, and it was really—it's they need to cap that to just be six mortal wounds total because it felt really dirty having like one, you know, like I shot like one Castorion squad, three dudes, like to the two had volley guns, and one other guy shot uh, and did six mortal wounds to a baby knight. But then he failed enough saves that like almost three Casterkin, almost one shot a baby knight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> because it's like, it was like six mortal wounds. And then like after everything was done, I was like, I think because the mortal wounds is in addition to. So it's, it's AP two one damage saves. So they're on five up saves. Like it was literally it was like three Casterkin. I don't remember if they, if they killed it or they almost killed a baby knight just from split firing. So that was the game. Like it was pretty dumb what they can do if you're if you can split fire but it was a it was kind of janky though because the chaos knights have that thing where if you get within 12 inches of them you got to do the leadership check or you got to shoot so i had some some super ghetto like stringing back the unit to get in range of lord solar so they could be leadership 10 so i didn't take the penalty right yeah well i I had a better chance of (coughs) passing that check so i didn't have to just shoot one night so but no, So that was the that was the event for me. And I think I I think I ended up at like four hundred and eighty out of five hundred battle points. I think
1: it's four so, seventy out of five hundred.
3: not it's four eighty. It was a lot. So guard secondaries, like and flexible command is virtually a free fifteen, especially with my list with the double command squads. And boots on the ground, like if you're if you're tabling your opponent it's fifteen. If it's like a, if it's like a tight game, it's still worth like probably a ten to twelve, so guard have good secondaries, and that was the other thing with my list. That like, uh, I think it's very easy for guards to not give up any secondaries, so I didn't give up. Like, I only had sixty infantry squad or sixty infantry dudes. I, I gave up fifteen on bringing it down, but like that fifteen on bringing down is killing five Lehman russes and a death strike and all the scout sentinels. So, most people were like killing the scout sentinels and then. Maybe a Lehman Russ too. We're realizing they yeah. fucked
2: up and chose wrong well, secondary.
3: Well, I told I told everybody I was like I give up fifteen, I bring it down, but it's a trap. Like it's it's, but some people had to take it because they had no other options. So, but guard guard secondary game was it's it's pretty good. So we'll see what ha- we'll see what happens. As the new book comes out if they keep that or not. But but yeah, see so what happens in
1: January, right?
3: Yep, yeah, guard uh, guard strong. I don't. can need to be toned back a little bit with that strat. And then Lehman Russ is like, I can't decide if they're too good or if they're just good. But they are, if you're rolling five. Minimum, they're good. At a minimum, they're definitely very good. Well, they're good. If you're rolling low on shots, it feels kind of bad because they don't really do anything. But if you're rolling like the the five plus or getting like eight shots out of them, it's pretty brutal. Minimum four
1: shots isn't bad though. Yeah, it really isn't. It's
3: not bad. But they the one thing that's weird about it too is like, especially with the plasma being the best gun. So like, if somebody touches you in combat, you're basically it's really awkward. Like you can shoot your trade out of combat, but you can't actually shoot into combat with leaping Russes unless you take a trade that no one takes. So you like the one like the one time like the orc orc boss touched my tank. I'm sitting there and I basically I had to actually I had to interrupt that combat with that tank in order to uh, pile in and, and it, it touch him. So he didn't touch two tanks because he could have touched two tanks and fucked them both over. Uh, but, but the tanks like I'm not, I'm not likely shooting myself out of combat with a heavy bolter with the heavy bolters or whatever in a last cannon hit on fives. So, sure. and I can't shoot into combat with the turret cause it's a blast weapon. So like, Touching the Lehman Russes still kind of fucks them. Like I did find myself like in my test games in the tournament, like I was actually falling back with Lehman Russes a lot more. I, I wasn't doing a ton of shooting out of combat because I was like, oh, there's something here touching my tank that needs to die. So I need to I need to get out of the way so I can shoot it with other shit. So Yeah, that,
2: that that's what I first saw with Lehman Russes too. I was it's a nice the turret change is a nice change, but Yeah. It's not as game breaking as it, as it was no. foretold or foresaw foresaw whatever.
3: Yeah, so. and so that, that's kind of the weird presume. that's the weird thing about them is like they're still they still get kind of screwed over when they get touched, but they're and, and like they're, so like you look at the tank commanders or the tanks, the lean Russell you saw before, they're more expensive, but they, they honestly probably did more damage uh, but they're cheaper now and their main, like the turrets are c- probably better overall but the side weapons are probably worse overall. Yeah. So it's kind of a it's kind of a weird but they're they're definitely hovering from a you know a strong choice to uh maybe need to go up like ten, twenty points. So I mean there's somebody somebody some some psycho ran uh eleven Lehman russes at some tournament and went five and one. So, <laughs> yeah. So I mean it's it's like it's it's kinda like Armager, like oh, you wanna run Armager spam or whatever. Well, they can do it, but it's like it's better shooting, but no melee, so it's kind of a you know. And then Russ is like the biggest thing, too, is people. And even I, I told everybody, but you it's going to those until you play with it or see it, you might not appreciate it. But Lehman rusts are not they're a fucking fast fucking tank if they need to be. Like, if you right. if you need them to go fast, they're going, they can go, you can order them to give them plus two move and advance and shoot, so they can go up to 18 inches and still shoot, yeah. So and then and then and then they're always moving ten and shooting where before they were moving five, so like they're they're surprisingly, guard is surprisingly fast. Like sentinels can go eighteen and twenty inches and still charge or you know get in places. Russ can go move eighteen to shoot. Like all their infantry can move 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 and advance for twelve, you know. So they can guarder fairly fast, faster than you might expect until you see them. So. But yeah, I gotta I gotta switch it up though. Do something different. I got a Bane blade, so uh, I made Cam. <laughs> I made Cam listen to. Uh, or we we talked about Bane blade variants for like an hour on the drive home. So great. When you want that
0: Bane blade, you can see the look in his eyes. I was like, oh, that's the last thing he
3: fucking needed. Yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, New, Year's knockout, is, New Year's knockout his player place terrain, so I can move it on my side of the field.
1: Hey, you can't leak that info yet.
3: <laughs> but but i but you know it's so it's so fat that like i don't think you could play that thing couldn't have moved on um, i mean you'll move
2: like 10 inches
3: well total. yeah if we if i took a bane blade to that lat to Feliz, i wouldn't even i had i just struggled to deploy it and then i sure as shit would have struggled to move it but at least on player place you can actually move it and I don't know if it's good, but I don't think it's that bad because it's like T9 with like 28 or 30 wounds on it. So two up save, right? Yeah, two up saves, T9, a bunch of wounds. The guns are it's it's pretty decent guns. Like you can have It eight, sucks. You can have eight eight heavy flavors on it, which seems fun. Or you could have
2: three Lumen Russes.
3: Well, you, I think the list is like three Lumen Russes and a Bane Blade. <laughs> so. Well,
2: you could have six Lumen Russes. You hmm. might as well
3: just go to twelve. That's where, like, I, I kind of back. Like, you could take more Lehman Russes, but like, I think, I think you want some either transports or bullgren or or maybe horses for some counterpunch. You need some kind of something to either throw in the way or something to like horses to make sure that when they come into you that you're gonna kill things. So, I think, I think, I think you need something like that. I don't, I don't know if more Lehman Russes is is the right answer or not. But we'll find out. I'm mean, gonna. I'll do some more testing. But yeah, you don't need more encouraging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got a but, month before I figure out what. I'm, but I mean, I know Scott Thompson's gonna bring guard to, to New Year's knockout. So I gotta. I gotta bring something to, to spank his ass. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I those...
0: Three blade ba- Bane blades. Sorry. Probably. It's Jesus. Yeah, so we'll we'll be back this week. Uh, let's go around the horn, talk about the, any last words. Uh, Sean, you still got tickets? You guys sold out?
1: We're sold out at the moment, but get on the wait list. Uh, who knows who might open up more spots or not?
2: i will just show up day out and get a ticket.
1: Okay.
0: Probably will. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Scotty Too hottie what you got? Tell your friends you love them. Be good. That's absolutely good advice. Tell your people you love them. Hey, love so, you guys. Uh, I love what
3: you, you too, man. Uh, Dan, what you got? Uh, Guard strong. Uh, I'm glad I'm not going to LVO. So. <laughs> You're not? I thought you had a ticket. Well, I mean, I'm not right now. But... <laughs> so... Well, just... if you
1: if uh, if you get a ticket from Horn, are you going? Uh,
3: maybe. I'm going. Maybe. We're back, I'll be there. One. One. I don't know what I'd play. Because, like, Lord Solar, like, Guard without Lord Solar feel really weird. So, that's you probably don't the play thing guard. i do. Like. Uh, play your fucking Freeblade Lance. Bitch. Uh, on, I don't know if that sounds pretty bad on LVO train, but...
2: Let's play a place. you be fine. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I don't, I don't know. So, <laughs> I mean, at, the, at this rate, I'm not getting...
1: To so. <laughs> <laughs> anybody else but
0: Danny, whatever. Jesus Christ, I'm ready to, go to bed. <laughs> 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 All right, fellas, I'll see you guys next week. Also, uh, if uh, I'll, I'll do the I'll do the rankings at the front of the podcast. If you have not, go support the show. Go to Patreon. Um, I owe you guys a drawing for last month. I need to go figure out also what I'm giving you guys for last month. But uh, support the show if you can, uh, Flying Monkeys Wargaming on Patreon, I've uh, been giving away some pretty cool shit, giving away a Votan box, uh, some our boxes, some other stuff the last couple months, and I'm going to continue the trend. So, alright guys, we remember Wargaming was easy, it'd be your mom, and uh, we out of here. It's
1: game over, man, it's game over!